Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. In this podcast, we are sharing the audio version of the Instagram Lives and IGTV videos that we have done over the past year. Most of them are in English, although some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we speak only Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, welcome to this evening's Keep Talking Instagram Live. This evening, Diego and I are going to be talking about one very important aspect of learning English that will make you sound more like a native speaker. And this aspect of the language is filler words or filler expressions. Welcome, Jerry Lopez. We've got our first guest on here tonight. Welcome. Expecting a lot of you. A lot of comments. Bienvenida, Luisa. Eh, Alejandra, bienvenida. So tonight we are talking about filler words, filler expressions. We're waiting for Diego here. What is a filler word or a filler expression? So a filler word is essentially something that you say in English that isn't even an exact word or phrase or a proper word in English, but is something that you use to fill a space or fill time while you're thinking, right? Son los sonidos que usas en cualquier idioma para llenar el espacio, llenar el tiempo cuando estás pensando en qué es lo que vas a decir. Um, okay, looks like Diego's here, so I'm going to have Diego join with us. Bienvenidos a todos. If we got the technology working right tonight. Diego, Diego, you're coming on, coming on. <clears throat> Bienvenidos a todos otra vez. Tonight we are talking about filler words or filler expressions. Y ahí está. Diego, bienvenido. Hola. ¿Qué más? <laughs> ¿Cómo vas? Todo bien, papá. Todo bien. Hola a todos. ¿Cómo están? <laughs> Buenísimo. Voy a ajustar mi cámara un poquito acá. Bienvenidos a todos. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Well, like I was saying in the intro, Diego, tonight, as you know, we're talking about filler words, filler expressions. These are things in English or in any language that we use to sort of fill the space while we're thinking about what we're going to say next. And these are things that really help in order to sound like a native speaker, because the quickest way in Spanish, for example, the quickest way that you can know if someone is not a native speaker is if I'm speaking in Spanish and I go, for example, um, yo vivo en um, los Estados Unidos, en vez de yo vivo en eh, los Estados Unidos. Es la palabra o el sonido que haces en el medio de las frases que distingue la diferencia entre un nativo o un no nativo. What do you think? Claro. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great way of also understanding how our brain produces language. These automatic mm -hmm. sounds that just happen, you know, uh, without even thinking. Um, so the, the, these, these, uh, what we're going to talk about tonight is quite interesting. It helps so much to continue the flow of information to feel more confident because once you have those sounds ingrained in your brain, then, you know, you can take your time, right, yes. to connect ideas. Yes, and that's the key, to get those sounds ingrained in your brain, because we want the language to come as naturally to us as possible. However, a lot of us, when we're speaking a second language, we end up making sounds that we make in our first language that no one makes 
in the other language that no native speaker of a second language would make, but we make naturally just because our brains have been programmed that way throughout the years. And the example that I mentioned at the beginning is Spanish speakers from Colombia, por ejemplo, would often just make the sound um, instead of in English, we say uh, or um, things like or, that. We'll get into more or, of these. Or what's very common is people here would use pues. Pues. Mm -hmm. yep. Have you heard Another simple yeah. word. Pues, yep. I probably don't do it like a Colombian, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we've got kind of a list of some words here, right? Some different filler words that might be like pues or um, things like that. And some of them are a, um, a little bit more than just sounds. They are actual words, but they're not words that you're going to find in a common dictionary or English learning book, if that makes sense. And so what we want you guys to do tonight is to really participate in the comments. For each one of these words or phrases or sounds that we're going to talk about in English, I want you guys to first try to type it. Escriben en los comentarios. ¿Cómo se escribe? Si no sabes, adivina. Just guess. What do you think the proper way to spell it is? And then, did we have a funny comment down there? No? No, just thinking about just thinking about the, the activity, how funny it's going to be. We want them to write it down, right? Um, exactly. So lots of, lots of your participation, guys. We're here for you. We want you to sound more native and uh, whatever comes to mind. We're here to help you uh, clarify. Exactly. Yep. So let's get into some of these words. Like I said, for each one of these words or sounds that we say that English speakers make, I want you guys to write it in the comments. How do you think it's spelled? ¿Cómo crees que se escribe? Y luego, after that, we're going to give a multiple choice, A, B, or C, where you can choose A, B, or C uh, to guess what it means. Some of them will be easier than others. How about, how about we start, Sean, by asking our audience here, uh, what crutches do they already use? Do they have, they have they noticed what filler words do they already use? Perhaps you want to learn some in Spanish? Should we, should we ask them which ones they, they notice they use in Spanish? Yeah? Yeah, good idea. Yeah. So one filler word in Spanish, like Diego mentioned, is pues. Pues. It's a filler word. Right? What are the other filler words that you guys use? Can anyone else think of an example? Vamos a ver, que nos digan un ejemplo de las muletillas. Así le decimos en español, uh, Sean, muletillas. De las muletillas. Ajá. Okay. Las muletillas. All right, now it's my turn to learn. So, what is de las muletillas? <laughs> Saben las muletas, claro, crutches. Las muletas, ajá, uh -huh. sí. Uh -huh. lo, lo que te ayuda, lo que te ayuda a moverte. Okay, sí, vamos a ayudarlos a mover un poquito con eso. Dales unas muletillas. Okay, bueno, pues, para empezar, esa es una palabra en español. Uh, yeah. Okay, ajá, looks like we've got a couple. Entonces, ajá, and entonces, es que, it's another filler word, there we go. So, so kind of you, este, there you go. Uh, we've got a lot of good ones in the comments already. Yeah, and it's funny about so, because so, I feel like it's something in English we use, obviously, but then there are also a lot of Spanish speakers depending on the country, who will say so as well. I know Puerto Ricans tend to do that, it seems like. So, yo estuve con mi amigo el otro día, something like that. Um, uh -huh. O sea, there, yeah, I saw o sea down there, yep, now we go. Yeah. And, yeah, we got a lot of people here, yep, a lot of good examples. O sea, pues, entonces, 
Uh, yep, very good examples. So we're going to go through a lot of these in English. Should we get started with the English ones? Sure, they're already giving us some. They're already giving us, uh, I mean, so I mean, you know, which one is turning to be a crutch word or a fuel huh. word? Uh, here in Spanish, I hear a lot, I hear a lot and it's, um, oh my God. Oh my, ah, yeah, I, that's true. And they, they say it just like that in Colombia, in English? They say, oh, my God? It, yeah, it depends where you are. But most okay. people here, um, people who've been exposed more to the language and perhaps, yeah. um, you know, they, they, they are kind of more attuned with, with media in English, you hear yep. them say mostly female, you know, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard Spanish speakers say that. Like, Yo dije, oh my God, ¿qué está pasando aquí? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Another good one. Yep. Okay. So how about this? How about we start off with an English one? I got a couple behind me on this list here. So how about this? Let's take one off this list. And for some reason, my mouse is not working on my computer. So how about, uh-huh. Sí, sí, están diciendo que sí, que usan, oh my God. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. How, how about this word? How about... Uh-huh. First, does anyone know how to spell that? And then does anyone know what it means? Uh-huh. We're not going to use them in a context, por si, porque si los usáramos en un contexto, it would give away the answer. Or simply, oh, you know, okay, another good one, Luisa, yep. So when we're saying, uh-huh, Diego, can you, could you write this out? I can never type on my live here. Uh-huh, yep, that's pretty close. So... When we say, uh-huh, that typically just means yes. Jimena, yes, it's true. It kind of does depend on the context. Yep, it kind of does just depend on the context. But uh-huh just generally means yes. So, like, if Diego were to ask me, um, hey, Sean, do you speak Spanish? I might say, uh-huh. So, yep. And now, how do you guys use aha in Spanish? Because aha in Spanish is a little bit different, right? Ah, eso depende de dónde eres, eh, eh, Sean, uh -huh. ¿sí? Depende, porque, uh -huh. por ejemplo, aquí en Colombia, si eres uh -huh. del interior, si eres del interior, es muy similar a inglés, right? right. Um, mm -hmm. If you were to ask me the same thing, right? Va, vamos al, al concierto, yo te digo, ajá, ¿sí? Ajá, o, o, o me escuchas y yo te digo, ajá. Pero o sea, en la costa, en uh -huh. Barranquilla, en okay. Cartagena, en Santa uh -huh. Marta, Ajá, es muy complicado. ¿Así? ¿Ah, ¿Por qué? Lo usan para todo. Let's, 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 have, let's have our audience give us a little examples. Anyone from the coast? Anyone guys watching? Leamos un poquito. We have ajá en costeños is amazing. I had another comment. Yeah. Utilizan mucho ajá. Sí, yo acabo de hacerlo. Ajá. Ajá. So, uy, y a ese papá. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. We've got we've got a lot of pretty good examples for uh-huh. So, so, uh -huh. so let's let's clarify. Uh-huh, we we use it we we in English we can use it just the same as we use it in Spanish, right? Aha, sí, pero en inglés con h. A h a. Y en español Ajá, con la J. Mm -hmm. Exacto, sí. Mm -hmm. Ok, la siguiente palabra o frase, 
palabra es wow. Does anyone know first how to write wow in English? Like wow. 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 Let's see. Let's see if they know how to write it. Let's give them some time. A ver si alguien se atreve a escribirlo. La palabra es wow. Y luego vamos a explicar qué significa, etc. Wow, it's a little bit different than wow. Yep, we've got a couple wow guesses, a lot of wow guesses. It's a little bit different, okay? A uh, little, not exactly. Uh, this is a hard one, I can see. Everybody's, everybody's yeah. saying wow, but it's, mm, it's not quite, mm -hmm. I don't think anybody's got it exactly right yet. This is a hard word. So the correct way to write it would typically be W-H-O-A. W-H-O-A. Now, let's see if anybody can guess, if anybody knows what woe means. So, I'll give you three options here, okay? Is woe used to describe surprise or amazement? Like, whoa, that's amazing. Or is woe B to speak louder, please? Like, whoa. Speak louder, I can't hear you. Or C, does whoa mean to shut up? Like, whoa, shut up. <laughs> A, B, or C. A is surprised, B is speak louder, please, and C is shut up. Does anybody know what whoa means? Whoa, does anybody dare take a guess? Si alguien se atreve a adivinar qué significa la palabra Whoa, yes, we have Disney Mosquera saying, A, that it is surprise or amazement, sorprendido o impresionado con algo. A, we also have Gina saying, A, and that is correct, yes. Whoa is a word that we use in English. Oh. Very good. good work, everyone. Good work. Buen trabajo, chico. A, A is the correct answer. So when we say, whoa, we're like surprised. We're like sorprendidos. We are amazed at something. Like, whoa, that is crazy. That's amazing. Diego, what do you think about woe? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, woe, it's quite used. It's, you know, you can, you can pretty much listen to it at any movie, any series that you watch, um, <laughs> right? It's so common. And um, mm -hmm. for, a, for a, a, an example, I could say today during, or, you know, the, the bomb, the bomb that went on today in the Lebanon. Whoa. Oh, really? Wait a minute, I actually have a, so that actually happened, there was a bombing in Lebanon today. I was not aware of that. Yeah, an explosion from what seems to be a fireworks uh, company. So it was a huge explosion, like a mini nuclear bomb. Okay, yeah, that's definitely a woe. So let's see, we have a question here. Can it be used like, hey, calm down, dude, or something like that? Yes, it yes. can, it can. Um, sometimes if there's an argument between two people, one person might say, Whoa, 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 calm down, calm down. Yes, it can be used like that. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of along the same lines. It's like, whoa, because I'm really surprised at the way you're arguing or the things you're saying. So, whoa, calm down, whoa, whoa, whoa. But in general, whoa means to be surprised. And so, yes, the, uh, if there was a, an explosion in Lebanon today, that would be like, whoa. That's crazy or that's kind of scary. Yeah. So good work on woe, everybody. Okay, the next one I got on the list is pretty easy. Um, and the word is well. Pero espérate, antes de, antes de ir a la segunda, ¿qué tal uh -huh. si le damos el referente en español? 
¿sí? A Wow, ¿cuál sería un referente como mexicano? Como la forma de un mexicano de decir Wow. Para mí sería como Híjole, o algo así. O Órale. Es que Órale es difícil, porque Órale puede ser como 15 diferentes cosas, ¿verdad? Eh, pero, pero sí puede ser. Sí. What's the word in Colombia that's like órale? That can mean like everything from yes to let's go to whoa. Tips about how to learn phrasal verbs, please. We'll get back to that in a second, Camila. Jimena's <laughs> way ahead of us. Jimena's um, already on well. <laughs> for us, for us here will be something like carajo. A carajo, <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh -huh. or dale. Dale. Mm -hmm. dale. Okay, well, come on. Dale. dale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dale can just mean like yes or like um, that sounds good or yeah, okay. Um, well, wait a minute. Since, since we're going there now, I thought that carajo was like a really bad word no matter what Spanish-speaking country you're in. In Colombia, it's fine. You can just... Okay. Sí, in Colombia se usa mucho para cualquier cosa. And, and coming back to whoa, he will be like, I, uh, como, uy, 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 uy. Como, okay, yeah, I did see that, yep. I see uy down there. Uy, whoa. <laughs> That's crazy, yep. This whole thing is, is not even really about speaking English. It's just about making crazy sounds like, uy, whoa. No. Um, <laughs> let's see if we get Carajo was a, okay, yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know. Diego said Carajo is not that bad of a word. No, I don't, no, 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 Diego. Yo no dije nada. Acentuado. It's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, now, now, damn, since we're talking about words like Carajo and words that are, are a bad word in some context, so the word damn, D-A-M-N, is a word in English that technically it's a swear word. It's a curse word. It's una palabrota. But at the same time, it's not like a strong swear word. Um, like the F word, I assume you guys know what the F word is, is a really bad swear word in almost all situations. However, the word damn, D-A-M-N, is a little bit lighter. It might be kind of similar to carajo. What do you think, Diego? <laughs> Sí, total, total. Yo uso carajo todo el tiempo y la uso cuando estoy hablando con alguna persona, algún cliente que no conozco y no es grosera. Sí, aquí en Colombia no. Aquí en Colombia no es grosera. Muy coloquial. Ok. Hmm. Interesante. Yeah. Um, all right. So then where were we? So, um, so that was kind of woe in Spanish. Now, Jimena was already ahead of us on the next one, which is well, and she spelled it right, W-E-L-L. -L. So, what does well mean? Uh, let's see, we've got about, I am, paisa, some of it's been a lot of roommate, page me that word. <laughs> Sometimes damn is used to show me, yeah, like damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so damn is not necessarily always a bad thing, yeah. Um, so, yep. Gina's got it. It's well. W-E-L-L. -L. Now, who knows what well means? If, if we say, if in English, if I just say, well, what is that equal to in Spanish? ¿Cuál es la palabra? Um, eh, se puede, entonces, por ejemplo, bien, como, mm -hmm. um, sí, como, y bien, y bien, sí, y bien, como cuando estoy esperando, y bien, um, mm -hmm. ¿Qué más? Ayúdenme ustedes. Yo, yo, well, mm -hmm. how do we well, use it? 
Jimena down there put good, fine, yes. So, so well itself. Más como el juez. Yes, más como el juez en este sentido. Los dos están correctos. Los que están diciendo que eh, bien uh, o bueno, eso también es well. Pero en este sentido estamos diciendo como pues. Porque ustedes dicen como, pues el otro día yo hice hacer esto, etcétera, etcétera. O pues yo creo que debemos hacer esto, etcétera. Y en inglés decimos, well, I think we should do this, etcétera, etcétera. Go on, do you have a... And, and that's, that's exactly what I meant at the beginning of the conversation when I said that these filler words are so useful when it comes to connecting ideas, right? Mm -hmm. You're talking about something and then you're thinking about the next thing to say. It's so useful to just come to, well, yes. mm -hmm. oh, I got it now, you know, and then you can continue. Exactly, exactly. And this is the key, as, as silly as it sounds, as, as, as local as it might seem, This is really a big key to sounding more like a native in any language because the time that you spend there thinking about the next word that you're going to say, if you make a sound that's obviously a Spanish sound and not an English sound, well, people are going to know right away that you're not a native English speaker. So if you can learn to use these words like, well, or, um, and things that English speakers say, you're going to automatically sound like more of a native. I hate actually <laughs> some interesting comments down there. All right. <laughs> All, right. So, this, All right. So, okay. I think we got a pretty good idea about what well means. Well, in this context, just sort of means like, pues, pues, etc., etc. All right. How about this? How about the word oops? Like, oops. 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 First off, does anyone know how to spell it? ¿Cómo se escribe en inglés? Oops. ¿Cómo se escribe en inglés? Oops. We're waiting. Todavía esperamos. Good guess, good guess. That is not correct. Go ahead. Mira lo que voy a hacer. Oops. Oops. No, that's more like a whoa. I'm the background. I was, see, I don't know. I didn't know you could do that on an Instagram live. I thought that had to be like a Zoom thing where you could pick the background. Huh. Yeah. We've got a couple now here. Yep. We've got a couple who've, who've got it right. Yep. Oops is typically written O-O-P-S. Oops. Yep. Now everybody's getting it right. O-O-P-S. Okay. Now. What does oops mean? And I've got three options for you guys here. I want to see who can guess it right. So the first is, I don't understand. That's option A. Option B is, that sucks. And option C is, I didn't mean to do that or it was a mistake. So what does oops mean? A, I don't understand. B, that sucks. Or C, I didn't mean to do that. It was a mistake. Okay, oops. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yep. Everybody's got it. Okay. See, I guess this was an easy one. Do you guys do you guys say oops the same way? Um, so again, it depends on who you're talking to. So mm -hmm. yep. um, if you're talking to someone from a town or from let's say a lower financial strategist 
like you mm-hmm. know, not not in contact so much with the language or lower level of education, uh-huh. perhaps no. But then once you're okay. talking to people like perhaps our audience who is constantly yeah. listening to English, and okay. um, then yeah, it just it sticks. It's just so useful, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so we have one comment says we never use oops in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. It seems like maybe it's not used in Spanish that often, but everybody does know what it means. So oops means oh, I'm sorry or I didn't mean to do that or that was a mistake. Yep. Fue sin culpa, exactamente. Exacto. Yep. Sí, la embarré. Sí. O el muy útil que es a. Okay, and in español, hacen esto. Sí. Okay. Sabes lo que sabes lo que dicen en Colombia mucho que me di cuenta cuando estuve allá es qué pena, qué pena se usa casi igual, verdad? Cuando cuando chocas con alguien en la calle o así eh, ellos dicen, ay qué pena, verdad? Sí, total, total, total. Y me parece que no se usa mucho en otros países. Como en, en México, por ejemplo, nunca he escuchado eh, decir qué pena por algo así, por como un ups. No sé. Solo una observación de gringo. No sé. <risa> um, sí, yo, yeah. yo, yo creo que cada país, que cada país en todo Centroamérica y en todo Sudamérica, y pues obviamente México, tiene su formita, mm-hmm. ¿sí? su mm-hmm. diferente manera de hacerlo. Por ejemplo, mm-hmm. en... En, en, en Argentina se escucha mucho el qué quilombo, ¿sí? ¿Qué quilombo? Eso es como Ajá. qué pena. ¿Qué problema? Sí. Ok, ¿como, como cuál es el problema? ¿O qué? Como qué problema, como yo no sé muy bien cómo usarlo, pero tiene otra uh-huh. forma. Entonces, cada uno de nosotros okay. tiene su forma. Do you know if oops it's a common way for all also British speakers to use? Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah, for you... British speakers. For, mm-hmm. you know, people from the I actually, I don't know. I can't answer that 100%. I, I assume so, and I'm sure they know what it means when people say it, but I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm not a good British English reference. I don't know. I don't, I don't speak very good British English. Pen in Espanol usan como para expresar pesar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And actually, someone had mentioned phrasal verbs earlier. I was just thinking along the lines of oops or que pena or um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. We have a lot of phrasal verbs that we can use in this situation. We can say I screwed up. I screwed up means, well, la embarré o que pena hice mal, mi culpa, etc., etc., I screwed up. Bonus points. Bonus points right now. If anyone knows how to write, I screwed up. I screwed <laughs> up. You can also say I messed up or I up, but typically we say I screwed up. I messed up. Yep, there you go. I messed up. Lo eché a perder. La cagué. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yep. Um, I screwed up. Perfect. Yep, that's exactly it. I screwed up. Okay. Same yeah, exact thing. That's yeah, a phrasal yeah. verb that we used to say I made a mistake is I screwed up. Yep. 
Perfect. And this is the, this is just everyday English that you'll hear all the time, at least in the U.S. So great work, everybody. Everybody's got it. I screwed up, screw up. Perfecto. Okay. Um, let's talk just for a minute about the word like. Like. So like is something that we say in English quite often, especially among teenagers when they're talking. They just use the word like in different sentences. Uh, I might be saying a sentence like, and talking about like Spanish and English phrases that like um, kind of seem the same in each language, language but are like different. We use the word like all the time. We have a comment down there, British love sorry and use it, even if they didn't do anything. Okay, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Es como is like. Yes, exactly. And you guys do essentially the same thing with como a little bit. Es como, right? Sí, 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 okay. sí. Pero en Estados Unidos, el like es como dices tú, como teenagers, como a little bit of pampered teenagers. It's like, my mom was going to go to the store, but like, then like, I couldn't go there because she didn't have like any money. And then like, I was going to get my new shoes, but then like somebody, I like, I, I don't even like, I don't know what happened because then like, they were going to call me like, but I, so yeah, that was yeah, probably yeah, yeah. Una exageración. Um, you know, yeah. you know, who's a good person to ask that Miguel. Miguel, oh, he's okay. also part of the talking. You know, Miguel, he, he, he presents himself as a gomelo. You know what a gomelo is? No. A gomelo, it's, it's, gomelo, it's a spoiled, it's a spoiled rich kid from, ah, from okay. Bogota. It's from Fresa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And gomelo is a spoiled rich kid from Bogota. Okay. So wait a minute. Now that we're talking about this. So maybe you can do an expression, Diego. So what does a gomelo from Bogotá sound like? Uh, no, marica. Te vamos a ir a <laughs> Sí, el marica lo usan para todo. Okay. Entonces le dije marica. Y vamos uh -huh. para allá, marica. Uh -huh. You know, and... <laughs> Yeah, and, and in Colombia, there are a lot of different accents. I actually have a friend who's Costeño. Um, he lives in the U.S. now. But I, sometimes when he gets talking, he goes so fast that yo entiendo el 50% más o menos, pero el acento Costeño es, eh, uff, es, es, es muy diferente a veces. There are definitely a lot of, a lot of different accents in Colombia, um, okay. as there are in the U.S., of course. Ahí te están dando otro show, mira. Well, and then, and then the thing with huevón, as, as everyone knows, is that huevón, it depends on the country, right? Because if you use huevón, uh, ¿qué te pasa? If you use huevón in Mexico, then that's like lazy. It's like uh, flojo or perezoso, right? Um, whereas in Colombia, huevón is just like, hey, huevón, ¿qué haces, right? Or you can just say sí, it like, sí. Amigos, exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep, so it's different in every country. Let's see, what else do we have on this list? How about, how about the word yikes? How about yikes? Y-I-K-E-S. Yikes. 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 I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it for them. 
Yep, write it out for them. Yikes, Y-I-K-E-S. Does anyone know what the word, okay, let's see. I use like a lot. It's like, I don't know, it's just easier. Yep, <laughs> yep, yikes, yikes. So yep, there we go. What does yikes mean? Is yikes A, something is exciting, B, congratulations, or C, something is scary or alarming? We're talking about yikes. Repeat. Repeat, okay. repeat the options, please. Repeat the options. Yikes. Is yikes A, something exciting, B, congratulations, or C, something scary or alarming? It's kind of a difficult one, and I'm not sure if I picked the best three options, but there is <laughs> one that's much more correct than others. So what does yikes mean? Atrévete a alguien. No vamos a castigar. Okay, we've got one person that says C. What other guesses do we have? What does yikes mean? We've got an A. So A is excitement. B is congratulations. And C is something scary or alarming. Got another A. Not a lot of guesses. We got another C. That is the correct answer. That is correct. Yikes usually means like something is scary or something is alarming. And sometimes, a lot of times we use it for things um, that are not really like that scary. No tan asustantes. Algo ligero, pero algo que no sea bueno. ¿Me entiendes? Um, like, <laughs> I just said like, didn't I? You guys all were watching that. <laughs> for example... I'll try not to use like and sound like an adolescent English speaker, uh, but for, <laughs> for example, for example, if someone says, oh, I don't have any money, I can't pay the rent this month, we might say, yikes, because that's a scary thing. It's not like the scariest thing ever, no es que uh, como, no sé. Yeah, this is a bad example. Bad example. ¿Algún mejor ejemplo, Diego? Um... I'm not sure. I, I was going to ask you because I don't use it that much. Um, you know, once once you are, you're out of living in the States, there are some yeah. things that you, you only encounter through media or whenever mm -hmm. I have a friend who I can talk to. But um, yeah. can you also use it for disgust? Kind of. I wouldn't use it for disgust very often. I would use more like yuck for something that disgusting um and does everybody know what the word disgusting means disgusting means something that is what even is the word in spanish for disgusting uh, asqueroso like that asqueroso o desagradable o asqueroso for that i would say more like yuck Ooh, yuck and that's why you see k yeah gross is a comment down gross disgusting that's like ugh, yuck Yuck, mm, yucky, asqueroso. Whereas yikes is more like, ooh, that's kind of that's kind of scary or that's not good, but it's a little bit different of a meaning. So yep, okay. yikes and yuck. I feel like I'm confusing myself with all of these different Y terms and things like that. Let's go to an okay. easier one. Let's go to, <clears throat> you know, who knows how to write, you know, the way we use it in English. You know, I was thinking about doing an Instagram live, you know, 
And then there's all these like people on there that, you know, they speak pretty good English and they're trying to learn to get better. And, you know, nobody really wants to guess. They don't even want to try all the, you know, that, yep, that's the, that's the formal way of writing it is, you know, now in English, in our slang, we actually write it and say it, you know, Y A and then the word no, K N O W. So it's Y A space K N O W. Now this is not correct proper English, right? Exactly. That's how it is. Y A K N O W. It's not correct proper English, but it's a slang phrase that we use all the time. A lot of people use it pretty much just as much as like. Like and you know among most American English speakers are probably the two most common filler phrases you're going to hear in most sentences. Would you agree, yeah. Diego? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and again, it's so useful. And your brain, I, think, I feel that my brain is using it always to emphasize, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I'm talking about something that I, wa I want to go deep in it. So, you know, uh, I use it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. And we, you can even add on to this. A lot of times in English, when we want to make sure someone understands us, we'll say, you know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? I might be talking to Diego and I might say, phrasal verbs in English are really tough. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> when I was in Colombia, um, I noticed that people have a lot of different accents. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Sabes lo que quiero decir? That's a phrase that we use in English a lot is, you know what I mean? Go ahead. And it's also so used to, to also call attention, right? Like, mm -hmm. for example, I'm talking to someone else here, uh, and you're, like, right next to me, and I go back to you, and, you know, Sean, you wish you'd do this. Mm -hmm. Correct. You know what? Yeah. Correct. Yep. You know what, Diego? We should do another live next week about Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of good. Exactly. Uh, so, me entiendes? There's a comment below. That is, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do you understand me? Me entiendes? You know what I mean? Correct. Whereas, you know, without the what I mean, so just, you know, oftentimes doesn't even really mean anything. It's just a filler phrase. It's just a filler word similar to like. We just use it in a sentence when we don't know what we're going to say next, and we need a little pause to think about it, you know? But then we want to we wanna clarify that, uh, for, for those of you guys out there who are training, like we do have many students who are training for interviews and are also mm -hmm. training for international tests like TOEFL, TOEIC, or IELTS, uh, we're, we, we don't recommend using these filler words during these interviews because mm -hmm. they're very informal, okay? Good point. Good point, yes. These filler words are for conversations with friends and conversations uh, on the street in a different country, uh, wherever you might go in an English-speaking country. But for formal situations, they're not the best because they make you sound a little bit less intelligent or less well-spoken overall. Or less confident. Less confident, yes. Um, yeah, so what would be an example? How, how does it sound in Spanish? Just to give them an example of 
in Spanish? Like, what would it sound like if someone was in an interview just not speaking very well and using a lot of these words? Um, como, uh, bueno, y te cuento sobre mi experiencia. Y bueno, y tú sabes, y, y, y me, ¿cierto? Muy, muy, uh -huh. muy, con mucha duda. Lots of hesitation. Mucha duda, a lot of hesitation, um, not much confidence. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, there it is again. There's the um that I mentioned before, not the e and the este, because I'm speaking in English. Um, so we don't have a lot more. I have actually a couple of more, more random ones. Should we go through just a couple more on here? For sure. Yeah. All right. How about the how about the expression burr? Burr. Does anyone know? First off, how we would write burr in English? Burr. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, Sean. Burr is a tough one. I know. Burr. The word is burr. We'll give you guys about 15 or 20 seconds. The word? You're calling it a word? I'm calling it a word, man. I'm calling it a word, yep. You'll probably see burr and then with the dot, dot, dot afterwards or something like that. Oof, burr. Oof, burr. People look at the weather and they'll say, oof, burr. That's a clue. I'm giving it away. I'm giving you guys a clue. Is that is that is that a, a north a northern uh, United States sort of thing? Because well, yeah, because there's more time. There are more times where we have to use this word. So okay, the the word or yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's very good English. Okay, almost. Yep, we've got B R R P. Just take away the P. It's B R R O or B R R R. Just B N. A lot of R's, as many R's as you want. So what does this mean? Does burr, exactly, there you go, burr, B-R-R-R. Does burr mean A, it's cold, B, I'm angry, or C, the thing that Anuel says at the beginning and the end of every one of his songs, like burr. Nobody listens to Anuel here? Ooh. You guys got to know what I'm talking about, right? Who is this? Anuel? No? Oh, come on, Diego. At least everybody, levanta la mano en los comentarios si saben quién es Anuel. Por favor. <laughs> okay, well, someone guesses A. Uh, examples? A, A. I just can't believe that nobody knows who Anuel is. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about Puerto Rican rap for a while after this. Okay, Luis Sanchez, I'm assuming that's a thumbs up for Anuel. Everybody else is saying A, and A is correct. Yes, Burr means it's cold. I, all right, but we hate him. Oh, I see. Ooh, oh, wait, sure. I Anuel. What did I do? <laughs> I think I think Anuel reggaetonero. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Canta reggaeton. Yep. Exactly. I don't have any idea. Okay. Anyway, so the point is, is burr in English means cold. Like, ooh, burr, it's cold outside. And yes, where I'm from in Minnesota, we use this a lot. Um, it's a bad, he's a bad singer. And no, like, yes. Um, terrible. Okay. Well, I guess nobody in Colombia likes Anuel. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> 
All right. At least Mauricio's laughing. Um, yeah. So burr means it's cold. All right. So we've got about 15 minutes here. How, how, how should we finish? Should we finish this talking about some more phrasal verbs, some more filler words, a bad saying, all right, it's pretty clear that everybody here hates Anuel. So maybe we'll just not talk about Anuel. No es bueno para el español el reggaeton. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was good Spanish. You know, it's good music. <laughs> John, how about how about we ask we ask the audience? How about we ask you guys uh, what um, what you think what you think we're missing? You know, what other filler words are we missing? For example, yeah. um, I I would say actually. How about actually? Would you consider that one uh, a filler word? Yeah, I would. Mm -hmm. There there are a lot of them. Actually, is a pretty good one. Okay, so who knows what actually means? Actually. It's a good example, Diego. Which, so, is, which, which is such a common mistake for, for Spanish speakers because it's a false friend. Mm -hmm. Correct. This is a very good example now that I think about it. So what does actually mean? Now, the word actually, if you want to type it out, Diego, you can. Um, but it's A-C-T-U-A-L-L-Y. Creo que lo dije bien. Muchas letras. Anyway, actually, okay, Diego's got it. Actually. So, what does actually mean? What does actually mean? Yeah, right. I mean, okay. Yeah, kind of. De hecho, okay. There it is. Yep. En realidad. Yeah, de hecho is about perfect, don't you think? That would be probably the closest literal translation. And en realidad is also pretty good. Yeah. Um, Really, kind of, yeah, realmente, in efecto. Okay, yeah, I definitely say that de hecho, de hecho, yeah. Like, actually, I think we should do this. De hecho, yo creo que debemos de hacer eso. Um, yeah, de hecho is, in fact, yes, uh, de hecho can, de hecho also can mean, in fact, um, we probably say actually, more than in fact. They're used almost interchangeably, in fact and actually, but they both do sort of mean de hecho, yeah. We usually just use actually at the beginning of a sentence to say like de hecho or actually, et cetera, et cetera. And what Diego was saying is, why is this, why is this complicated for Spanish speakers? Because it sounds like actualmente, right? But it doesn't mean actualmente, because actualmente means like currently, like right now, right? So it's not, we're not saying actualmente. We're not saying algo que está pasando ahora. We're saying like, de hecho, or en realidad, es así, right? How about, how about you give us an example, Sean, of using actually? Using actually, okay. Um, But then let's let's think of let's think of um, an example of using actually like a, like an actual filler word, right? Mm -hmm. um, because you know what I mean. Yeah, now we're back to you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I do know what you mean. Um, actually, as a filler word, well. To be honest, I don't use it as a filler word that often. Um, we sometimes do use it in the middle of a sentence, 
uh, I might just say something like, it's actually kind of cool, or um, it's actually kind of nice out today, como uh, el tiempo, de hecho, está más o menos bien hoy. I don't think I use it as a filler word that often, but it is a good word to point out to people because it no significa actualmente. Now we have a question down here is what does, what does already mean? So already, okay, well, who, who knows what already means? Can anyone help out? ¿Qué significa already? Who knows what already means? Already. Like Sarah is your friend, right? She is my girlfriend, actually. Oh, there's a good one. That's a good one for actually, yeah. Like, actually, she's more than just a friend. She's my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, Mauricio's got already. So already means like, yeah. Um, ya lo hice. I already did it. Or, yeah, estamos en el live. We're already in the live. Yep, so that's what already means. That's a really good, yeah. That is a very good comment there. About she, she's my girlfriend, actually. She's not just my friend. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's the other... The other, um, the other filler word that I wanted to point out was all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, this is a good one too. So the word all right, um, all right can be used in a couple different ways. The first way, uh, it can just literally mean like, que todo está bien. All, all right, everything is right. Like, I'm doing all right. Yo estoy bien. Um, how are you guys doing? Are you doing all right? ¿Cómo están ustedes? ¿Ustedes están bien? That, that's one way to use all right. However, what Diego is getting at, I believe, is sort of like an affirmation or a confirmation during a sentence. Like, <clears throat> I might say to Diego, all right, so next week on Tuesday, we'll do another live, all right? And then after that, we'll have a webinar on Thursday, all right? I'm, I'm basically saying... Um, vamos a hacer el live eh, el próximo martes, ¿está bien contigo? O vamos a hacer el, eh, el live el próximo martes, eh, dale, o ¿verdad? O como o estoy. Aquí, aquí lo usamos mucho como el cierto, ¿cierto? Cierto, ok, ok, there you go, yeah. I couldn't think of a good way to say it in Spanish, so yeah. So, all right can kind of mean like cierto, just like confirming that the other person understands or confirming that they agree to the first thing that you just said. Does that make sense? Yes. Thumbs up if it, if it makes sense. As different and the last one, the last one that I want to point out, I'm going to write it so you, you can, you can, um, you can um, read it and let me know what you think of it. Y'all, ah, here we go. Y'all, <laughs> too bad my mom's not watching this. Yeah. All right, so what does y'all mean? What does y'all mean? Y'all. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait for the answers. Tomar un poquito de té. Esperar las respuestas. Es muy del sur. Pero yo, yo veo que poco a poco se ve, es más común en el norte usarlo. Sí, está subiendo al norte, sí. Está y la verdad, yo, lo uso porque, yo lo uso porque mi mamá es de Texas. So yo lo uso de vez en cuando. Sí, you all, so that's the, todos ustedes, yes, exactly. Y'all is, 
is a way to say todos ustedes. And that, this could get really fun now because now I can start trying to speak with a Texas accent. See, if you guys come to the U.S., as you'll know, probably, Texas, Texas is a really big state down in the south of the U.S., and people from Texas just have a different personality. They're very nice people, typically, uh, but they're, they're just different in their own way. Es como un grito de mariachis. Southerner way to say you guys, exactly. Here in the north, we typically say you guys. Hey, how are you guys doing? But in Texas, or in a lot of places in the south, they'll say, how y'all doing? How y'all doing tonight? Y'all doing good? Show us Texas accent. Okay. All right. Well, I, I don't actually live in Texas. My mom's from Texas, right? Now, I've never, I've been there a couple times. It's been at least 10 years. Um, y'all probably have seen some of the movies in the U.S. I, I see Diego's laughing. Maybe he's seen a little of it. Now, Diego's been to Florida a couple times. They speak with sort of a similar accent to Texas. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, that's kind of a Texas accent. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Bad, lovely, yeah. Well, my mom is from Texas, so and she, but she's lived in Minnesota for almost 30 years now, right? So, so she spent about the first half of her life in Texas, and then la segunda mitad in Minnesota, ¿verdad? So she's got this weird combination of Texas and Minnesota. Cuando ella habla con nosotros, habla como minnesotana, ¿verdad? Pero cuando se pone a hablar por teléfono con su hermana, que vive en Texas, es otro idioma completamente. So, yeah. Um, what, what does Ima mean? I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, exactly. That's what it means. And, and Ima, Ima down at the bottom, that's kind of a weird one. Um, that's very, very slang. That's, that's like the least formal thing. Like, but Sean, Sean, before we go there, why don't we, why don't we tell the guys what we're going to be doing on Thursday so they can connect to our, to our uh, webinar? Yep, let's do it. You know the so, plan better than I do, so you go. All right, so on Thursday, we're going to have a webinar on, we're going to give you guys tips on the different uh, tools you can use to connect to English every single day. We're going to give you different resources, different media uh, suggestions, and of course, we're going to tell you a lot more about what we have for you inside Keep Talking, which is an amazing course, an amazing program. We keep getting reviews every single week of how happy people are in our program, they, you know, they're in, interacting every single day with language, um, either through private interactions and private feedback, which make you advance so fast, but also through shared interactions. We are discussing so many topics. You know, I get to listen to these conversations and there's so much fun. Everyone is having a great time. They're learning about so many things about, you know, ranging from psychology, nutrition, economy, whatever is happening out in the world. Um, so we want to invite you guys to this webinar on Thursday. We, we're going to be doing uh, it through Zoom, and you're going to find a link to connect. I love it. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's another, another phrasal verb, by the way, is can't wait, or another English expression. Yeah. English expression is can't wait. Um, sorry, I'm just like still doing the topic. You know, Diego's talking about Thursday, but I'm, I'm, I'm still on the topic of here and now. But yes, <laughs> I can't wait. Tengo muchas ganas de, de verlos el jueves. Um, yep, thanks. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we still got another minute or two left. I guess, does anybody have any comentarios finales? Final comments? How about, 
How about we ask? How about we ask them what what they would like to do? What they would like us to do for next Tuesday on our live? Yep, el próximo martes. ¿Qué es lo que les gustaría hacer en el live? ¿Qué les gustaría hablar? Um, can be anything. It's not going to be Anuel, obviously. We're not going to be talking about reggaeton. That's for sure. You can't <laughs> miss it. Yep, you can't miss it. Can't miss it. Can't be there or be square. And this is like totally different stuff now. But all these, can you show us the Texas accent? Well, I mean, I'll do a little more of the Texas accent while you guys are getting ready to write your comments. But we need some comments down below, people. We need some people telling us what is it y'all want to do next Tuesday. What is it y'all want to do next Tuesday at the lab? What are we going to talk about? Because if we don't get some comments from y'all down there, <laughs> kind of, okay, well, I don't have any more Texas accent. Pronunciación ciudades en Estados Unidos. Okay, I like that. We will work that in. Yeah, we'll phrasal verbs, sufro con eso. Okay, pronunciation de ciudades, American accent. I, I got to write this down. Where's my notebook? Okay, American accents. Okay, okay, different accents. Yep, let's do that. Let's do that. You guys like yeah. the American accents, tips on pronunciation, okay, pronunciation, um, American cities pronunciation, there was phrasal verbs too, all right, well, we're going to make next week about a lot of American English, the different accents. We'll have to narrow this down a little. It might be how to improve pronunciation. It might have to be a couple different episodes, but we'll work. I can't with New York accent. New York accent, that's, I can't do it very good. Maybe I'll even practice my New York accent. I don't know. It's a little different. But oh, you also talk about homophones. That's a great topic. Okay. Yeah. Yep, we could do that. Tips to improve speaking. Okay. To improve right. speaking, you need to come and speak with keep talking right. every single day. That's what you need to improve your speaking. Beard, bird, beer. Well, I'm pronouncing those now. Beard, bird, bear. Sorry. I got the third one wrong. I said beer. I said cerveza when it was also. It's bear. <laughs> How to sound more natural. Yep. Sounding more natural is a lot of what we talked about tonight, uh, just using the proper filler verbs and the proper sounds. And it's difficult to do. It's something that I still struggle with some in Spanish. I've gotten a little better now, but it's, it's not easy. Um, I think we've got a pretty good... Oh, and remind the guys that we also have our language exchange on Friday night for everyone to join. We had 50 people last Friday. We had a, a great time. And then come and join this Friday so we can also, you know, meet new people. We've had people from Australia, from the States, from Canada. Love it. Yeah. That, that's the way to practice speaking and to learn accents as well. Um, war, word, and world. Now these people are just putting down comments how to pronounce things. The first one is war, guerra. Second one is word, palabra. Third one is world, mundo. So, Yeah. It's a strange way to end the episode, I suppose. But uh, thank you guys so much for your comments. Thank you so much for your participation. Um, we've got a lot of suggestions here for what we're going to do in the next live. I hope to see you guys all on Thursday when we're going to be doing our webinar. Diego will have the link for you guys. Um, and then Friday, obviously, the language exchange as well. So keep talking, everyone. Just keep talking. That's the point. <laughs>
Good night, guys. Take care. Great. Right, good night, guys. Hasta luego. Buenas noches. Ciao, Sean. Great to see you. Thank you so much. Good to see you too, man. Vale. Cuídate. Vale. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Keep Talking.